Welcome to Queer Movie Night. I'm Deb. And I'm Peyton. And this week uh, we're doing a movie that I picked called Patrick Age 1.5. It's a Swedish movie that came out in 2008. All right. You guys want to hear what it's about? I, sh- I sure do. Awesome. Here we go. <laughs> a gay couple, Joran and Sven, want to adopt, but through a mistake on the adoption papers, they receive not a 1.5-year-old child, like one and a half, but a 15-year-old delinquent, Patrick, who happens to be homophobic. With the agency unable to fix things for at least a week, the couple is forced to deal with Patrick. As Joran and Sven's relationship grows strained, all three learn something important from each other. Yeah, there we go. Do you think we're going to find out what it is that they learn? I sure hope we do. Hmm. I sure hope so. I really hope so, too. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, Peyton, why did you choose this? Um, and do not spare any detail. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, the first time I saw this movie was in college, um, and I was basically going through a phase where I was like, I'm gay now, I'm going to find out gay things i'm gonna figure it out um and i was on netflix and like this is when netflix i don't know if they still do but they had like a section that was like lgbt themed movies and like i have to look a little harder now to find that why the fuck did they get rid of that that's no people we need to revolt because they did used to have because hulu has it yeah but netflix they used to have an actual tab for it and they don't have it anymore and that honestly pisses me off so thanks for bringing that up you're welcome netflix Netflix, if you're listening gays revolt (laughs) okay and get our tab back yeah so i actually found this on netflix it's not on there anymore which is also homophobic netflix we're gonna revolt (laughs) again We want our dad back. <laughs> um, and I read the summary and it just sounded really cute. Um, and I thought I really liked it. Um, I, what, it's like my, like, I want to adopt kids. Like when I get to, when I settle down with someone. Um, and so I thought the premise was really cute and sweet and I was not disappointed. I think it's a really cute movie. Um, i like the portrayal of like the marriage and the couple, um, I like the focus on, like, um, how he, uh, the main character is really uh, uh, paternal and, and wants to raise kids. So I thought that, I think it's a good portrayal of that. Um, so I really like that movie. It was a really lucky first choice to watch. Cool. So there we go. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think you're, it's Yoran, right? Yoran, yeah. Yoran, I think mm-hmm. he's so cute. Yeah. And I was like, why does he look familiar? He is a Scars Guard son. I just found that out. Nick was telling me before we recorded, and I was like, that's crazy. He looks like a perfect combination of um, of Bill and who's the one? Alexander. Alex. Alex, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He looks like an an in between. Yeah. Yeah. What's his name? Is Gustav. Gustav Gustav Scars Guard. The Scars Guard family. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. They're in everything. Yeah. They dabble. 
the devil. <laughs> yeah. I thought I actually thought that he was actually gay from watching the movie and then I, I found too. out that he was that he was a scars guard and I looked him up and he has a wife and I was like, Oh, whatever. I maybe that's a testament to his acting because I thought he was yeah. gay too. The he way that he so that he carries himself, yeah. like not that like oh gosh, I need to reword that. Not that like a physical way that you move yeah but his chemistry with his husband in the movie and everything he just seems yeah. like he really yeah. does just seem gay yeah i don't know i guess I don't, maybe we're bad for saying that but what, i agree well, whatever thanks <laughs> if peyton agrees then i'm off the hook <laughs> <laughs> so the movie starts with like a welcoming party because uh gustav or sorry not gustav Jorin and sen just moved into the neighborhood and it's sort of like a it's a tease of like he's not his Sven isn't there so they're like oh hello welcome to the neighborhood where's your wife and so Sven starts walking over and Jorn's like there he is yep. <laughs> and they're and like oh my like, gosh oh my they're gay God. so this is like the neighborhood's first gay couple and it's like a very like sunsetty, pretty looking neighborhood like desperate housewives type of deal what are you looking at? Um, <laughs> I just realized that no, this is this is. A, I was looking at the IMDb of um, the actors, and I know Patrick from a lesbian movie. Oh, really? Yes. I thought he looked sort of familiar, but I'd never seen him in anything else. What movie is he in? Um, a movie that I might choose for this podcast oh. called "Kiss Me," wow, which is also a Swedish film. There you go. I and not might. I am going to choose it. I just was going to give it time so we don't um, yeah, yeah. walk so people with look a bunch forward of to that foreign films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Sorry. That sounds, fun. Um, <laughs> that sounds good. So, yeah. yeah, so they're, and then they tell their neighbors that they're actually, uh, the neighbors were like, oh, I thought a family was moving in. They're like, oh, well, actually, we're going to adopt. So they're the, the first, so this movie is actually based off of a play, which was based off of the first Swedish couple to get approved for adoption. Oh. Yeah. That's which a is fun kind of fact. Cool. Yeah. Um, and, uh, the sad thing is that when the movie came out, the couple in real life had still not gotten a child to adopt. What? Hopefully, so I tried to find out like more about them, but I don't know. Hopefully, they did get a child at some point. This came out in two thousand eight, but um, that's cool that the the it was based off something actually happening in real life. So they got approved for adoption. Um, we find out that Yorin is very uh, interested in kids like you can you see him like interacting with babies and he's just like so in love and endeared he has to them. baby fever he has baby fever just like me honestly um mm-hmm. <laughs> you want a baby right now not right now but i like love babies so much like oh I you're gonna one. be such a good dad oh thank you Peyton. if anyone's interested in adopting with me please email queer movie night at gmail.com headshot resume headshot resume <laughs> And if you happen to look like any of the straight boyfriends slash husbands of all the gay movies, movies we've picked thus far, or honestly, oh, you're perfect. Or honestly, like uh, any of the guys in any of the two guys in this movie, they're pretty cute. Yeah, they really are. Yeah. Um, and Sven, um, it turns out, has been previously married to a woman named Ava and her daughter Isabel, who's like a goth girl. <laughs> <laughs> She's like goth from like. I guess 2008. Were were people goth like that in 2008? Yeah. Yeah. Or were they, like, scene or, like, yeah. emo? She looks very, like, scene emo. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> and she doesn't talk to anyone. She doesn't get along with her dad and his new husband. She's embarrassed by them. <laughs> Boo hoo. <laughs> but they come to My visit and rolling. they find out that they're adopting. And there's this really cool transition of like the baby's room that turns into like what it's going to look like when they pick up the baby. It's so cute. It's so cute. It's so cute how much they want the baby. I know. It's so sweet. Um, but they go to social services and they find out that actually no countries are, they were trying to adopt internationally, but they find out that no countries are willing to, uh, give a baby to a, a homosexual couple, even though they're married. Um, and Yorin takes that really hard. Um, we find out that Yorin's a doctor, um, and, uh, he, uh, treats a patient who turns out to be uh, Jan, who's one of the neighbors, um, and we start we start to see like little signs of homophobia from the uh, people who live in the neighborhood. So there's a moment when he's um, when Jan brings up that he's like having trouble using the bathroom, like he has to go to the bathroom all the time, and um, Joran's like, I need to do like a, a rectal exam, and he and Jan's like really like. Ooh, I don't want to. You're gay. So he's like, oh, you can take a blood test. But it's like little things like that come up to like sort of underscore that there's an uncomfortable energy from the people in the neighborhood. That's when they get the letter that um, from social services that says they actually found a Swedish child named Patrick 1.5 on the letter and they get super excited. I think there's maybe a love scene there. There is. Yeah. Yeah. The love scenes in this movie are really hot. Mm -hmm. They're like, they seem like real lovers. Um, (laughs) They seem like they're really into it. Real lovers. Real lovers. I've never seen real lovers, Peyton. (laughs) Will you explain to me what real lovers are like? I just mean, it seems like, um, it doesn't seem like a flashy Hollywood love scene. It seems like like something you might see like actual people doing in real life. Yeah, you're right. If you were sneaking a peek at him. I've never had sex, so I don't know. I've never had sex, but <laughs> that looked like the real thing to me. I don't know. It looked, We're, it looked like just what so you're everyone supposed knows, to do. Deborah and I are virgins. Yeah. So that's why we're so horny every one of these episodes. <laughs> um, then we see, uh, see Sven at work. And then we... We see Sven. We see Sven. Then we see Sven. Oh, God, that's awful. Um, so then we see Sven at work, um, and we meet, like, his co-worker who comes up a couple times, who's, like, a cute guy. I I don't think he has a name. He just shows he up. He doesn't have a name, and yeah. he doesn't matter to me. I hate him. Yeah, we all hate him here, so <laughs> it doesn't matter. But in that scene, we sort of get the idea that maybe Sven isn't that excited to be a dad. He's sort of like, I tried it once. I wasn't that into it. He made a joke about that initially. He was like, yeah. never thought I'd do this again. Hated my first go of it. Yeah. And Euron's <laughs> like... What? He's like, I'm just kidding. And it's like, you know, this is exactly what I want, right? (laughs) And we also find out that he's a smoker and a drinker and like maybe abuses that a little bit. Uh, Maybe just a little bit. Also, he loves female country artists. Yes. There's a prominently displayed Dolly Dolly Parton poster. (laughs) Which it made me like, I was so surprised the first time, but I loved it. Yeah. And I love the music. And he plays an Alison Krauss song at one point, which was such a fun surprise. Oh, yeah? Because I love Alison yeah. Krauss. I was trying to find some of the songs for the playlist, and, like, it's really hard to find I them. I couldn't find it either. Yeah. Um, so I might have to do, like, some covers or something, maybe. 
Okay. Um, I was surprised that they have a Dolly Parton poster, but they don't have any Dolly music. Like, they have a cover of a Dolly song. They have song. a cover of Here You Come Again that yeah. plays twice. It's very good. And I good. was like, why isn't it Dolly? Do you yeah. think they couldn't get the rights? Maybe. Maybe. I That's don't know. funny, because I noticed the same thing. Yeah. Um, I love that song. Um, Here you come, come again. Just when I'm about to give up. Wait, we're, wait, we're singing we, two different we verses. We're just designing two different verses. You're taking me up so. And all I really know is here you come again. And here I go. Um, so finally, Patrick shows up. Surprise, he's 15 years old. <laughs> also, he's like a delinquent. Yeah, he's a thug. They call him that a thousand yeah, times. Yeah. Well, and they read the paperwork, and it turns out that he's like been arrested before, and like has had a knife on his person or something. But they don't really understand what's going on. They think that there's just been a mix-up, and that there is another Patrick somewhere that's a baby. So they're trying to call social services. Social services is closed. They won't be open until the end of the weekend. Yo, I have just something to point out. Sven yes. is uncomfortably violent sometimes. Yeah. And yeah. he gets really, really physical with a female receptionist. Yes, he does. So they drive so to social shocking. services. I forgot about that part. Sorry. I don't want to, ru- I don't want to like point out something because this, you know what I mean? I don't no. want, well, like what if you never noticed that before and you love this movie so much? Oh no, I did notice. It does okay, make me upset. Good. It's, he is it very, <laughs> so, um, so I think that's part of his character journey is that he starts off as a very unhealthy, not great person. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So they drive directly to social services. That's when Patrick finds out that they're both gay. He's like, are you guys brothers? <laughs> and they're like, and Yorn's like smiling. He's like, mm, no, it's my husband. <laughs> and, then and then Patrick's Patrick like, like, you're oh pedophiles. God. Straight up calls them pedophiles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a very uh, popular thing to say for homophobic people. Ugh. Um, yeah, it's gross. But they drive to social services. The lady's like, I can't help you right now. Sven, like, literally, like, grabs her and pulls her away from the computer, pushes her, and then, like, starts, like, printing stuff. It's uncomfortable. It's, it's uncomfortable. It's not good. And, like, Jorn's like, what are you doing? He, like, Jorn doesn't know what to so do. Sweet. He's so sweet. Aww. He's so sweet. Um, I'm going to say that a thousand more times during this podcast. I think I've already said that. <laughs> so they can't do anything. Um, so they go back home. They lock. They literally lock uh, Patrick into his room. And they're using the baby monitor to like check in on him to make sure he doesn't do anything. Um, so then, but Patrick gets out of the room. He like shoves the key out of the door or something. And he starts looking through their stuff. He finds a Tom of Finland book. Do you know Tom of Finland? No. He's like, so he was like a big uh, queer artist, but he does like a lot of like men in leather and like shirtless men, like basically pornographic comic images. It's just funny that they included it in the movie. Um, Yeah, it's pretty cool. Look him up. He's got some good stuff. Um, uh, And then he breaks out of the house. Then he does something to the neighbors or something. I can't remember. What does he do? Or maybe the neighbors just catch him running away, and they're like, "Oh, it's the it's the watch the key the watchers of the neighborhood." Oh yeah, at the beginning they're like, "You should become part of the neighborhood watch." Yeah. To Yorin, so that's the neighborhood watch sees him running away, and um and he tells the neighborhood watch that he's like not a robber; he was just staying with them. So they come back. So after that, 
uh, Sven's like, we've got to take him to the cops because I'm not dealing with this. So then they go to the police station and they, um, the guy at the desk who's named Burnt, I think, he has like a box taped around the window where he's like, you can't come within a foot of the window. <laughs> and like Sven keeps trying to like talk to him. And he's like, stay behind the line. Isn't it kind of far away? It's if like you were far, speaking maybe through like a window. Two, yeah, it's like two feet or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's like ridiculous. <laughs> um, and but basically they can't. Do, they want him to like lock him up, but like there's no reason to. Like he's just like mad. Um, but then they go outside, and like Sven has a parking ticket, so Sven goes back in. Uh, we don't see what happens, but I think he like tr- basically beats the guy up because he gets locked in jail overnight. And that's when we start to see Patrick and Yorin sort of relating to each other they like start talking um and we find out that like um patrick has sort of has family but like nobody wanted him like his aunt didn't want to watch him and um his mom and dad are out of the picture um i think his mom is that mom died right yeah so we find out later on that uh patrick's mom was actually a sex worker and he doesn't know who his dad was. He could have been a client or something, but it was never found out. And he, his mom actually, like, passed away in front of him, I think. Like, he saw her die. Oh, it's God. really sad. This is a terrible segue, but this same scene that you're mentioning uh-huh. <laughs> made me really want a hot dog. <laughs> because Were they eating hot dogs? No, because Yorin asked Patrick if he's hungry, and he says, do you want a hot dog? And Patrick doesn't answer, and then Yorin's like, do you like hot dogs? He asks him about hot dogs twice. I'm so hungry right now. If you can hear my stomach growling, I don't know if you can, but it's growling a lot. And that happens in the same scene that you just brought up. <laughs> so, un- so unrelated, but I need but, a hot dog. Uh, but Deborah needs a hot dog. I'm going to go to Double Dogs. Those are good. You've ever been there? Okay, Nick. <laughs> So I think they uh, they bail uh, Sven out, and they go back to the neighborhood. Pa- uh, the boys, the, like the little boys around the neighborhood, start yelling "homo" at the two at Yorin and Sven. And then Patrick tries to like join them, but they're like, "You're a homo too." And then Patrick gets mad and then goes to beat up the little Beats boys. Beats them up. Yeah. Um, so Yorin tries to go around the neighborhood to apologize for Patrick, but nobody's in their house. It turns out that um, there's, like, a block party happen. Like, there's a party for all the neighborhood, and they didn't get invited. That's so sad. So we find out that uh, Leonard is the guy that was supposed to send out the invitations, and he's a terrible guy, and we're going to talk about that later because Ugh. it's going to come up, but he already didn't invite them to the party. I That's only a hint him. of how shitty this guy is. He's the worst. He's the absolute worst. Worse so, than the guy from work, from Sven's work? Yes, worse than that. <laughs> much, much worse. <laughs> for sure. So then Eva, uh, Sven's ex-wife, and Isabel, his daughter, show up to meet the baby. And they're like, oh, the baby's not here yet. Uh, and they see Patrick and they're like, oh, yeah, he's uh, helping us in the yard. <laughs> <laughs> so like, okay. <laughs> And then um, I think one of the neighborhood ladies is like, oh, can he help us in our yard? So we do find out that Patrick is actually good with gardening. Um, and that did come up before because Yorin is actually terrible at gardening and he like wants his yard to look good for the neighbors. Do you think this is going to be something they bond over? I sure do, Deborah. I sure do. <laughs> He's really good at <laughs> He's it. He's really good. So apparently the foster center where he was staying at, he had to garden there or something and he got good in it and he actually liked it. 
So Patrick starts like working uh, with the garden, uh, the gardens all around the neighborhood to get money. And so that basically like, because money's involved, he's like, I'll behave like that's. So I think Yorin asks him to help and he's like, I'll, if you only if you pay me basically and then there's also a scene where we can see patrick skateboarding and the boys around the neighborhood are like oh he's good at skateboarding hmm <laughs> let's think about that meanwhile meanwhile sven is slowly becoming worse and worse yeah he's so stressed at having patrick there he's drinking more he's like getting mad and he has like a a bad conversation with patrick because like Patrick basically says that, like, he hates gay people and, like, he can't sleep because he's afraid they're going to, like, rape him. And he's like, I I saw a gay guy once and I kicked him in the face. And, like, that really, like, makes Sven upset, which it would make me upset, too. Yeah. That's upsetting. But Joran sort of sees a different side of Patrick and, like, is trying to build bridges instead of burn them down which Sven is doing. So they have two different, very different styles of trying to bridge the gap. The weekend ends. We find out they go back to social services. This is when Jorn and Sven find out that there's definitely, Nick is like falling asleep as we're talking about this. (laughs) Oh no. Oh no. Was it my hot dog talk? Oh no. I've ruined queer movie night. I've ruined queer movie night. This is the last episode. You need to find somebody else to fill in for me. Someone who's not a zero or a one. Yeah, let's think. Oh, just ask Ellen DeGeneres. (laughs) Ellen, if you're listening, this is your open invitation to join queer movie night. She won't, because apparently she's not super nice. Okay, apparently she's not nice. Did we talk about that? On no, a I talked episode? about it on the Gab to Go podcast. Oh, that's right. Yeah, if you if you caught the Gab to Go episode with Deborah, you heard earlier that apparently Ellen DeGeneres is not nice. The most and most soul crushing news. Yeah, a lot of people have said that apparently. But she's like Ellen. Honestly, I'll love her forever. Yeah. Even though I know some this people are just about her. mean. I guess I don't know. Yeah. She went through a lot. She went through a lot. Yeah. Anyways, I think she'd be a great fit for you. If I <laughs> were to step podcast. down. <laughs> if I were to step down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll give you a list of people I would suggest. Okay, yeah. If you if you end up leaving, just like give me a list and we'll we'll audition a few. Okay. Maybe we'll do it like on when Regis and Kelly did it, where when they're <laughs> auditioning her, we'll have a couple different people come on and then whoever we like best, maybe we'll do a vote. That sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so I can leave right now? Yeah. Because I really need a fucking hot dog. I'm so hungry. <laughs> so they go to... I don't know. They go to social services, and they find out that there is no baby, that there was a clerical error, and they mistyped, and it was actually a 15-year-old and not a 1.5-year-old. Um, and they want to send him back to the social... to the uh, adoption... or not the adoption center, the foster center, but... Patrick really doesn't want to go. He really hates it there. So Jorn's like, okay, he'll stay with us until they find him somewhere to go. And Sven's like, I'm not living with a criminal. I'm leaving. I can't do this. And then Patrick's like, this is my fault. Like, I ruined everything. And that's when he comes out and says that his, like, mom died while he was watching. Um, And Jorn says, everyone needs a family, and I will make sure that you get one. Because Jorn's a good guy. Because Jorn... It's a good guy, y'all. 
We love Gustav Skarsgård. We love. <laughs> we love Gustav Skarsgård. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he's as good of a person in real life. Me too, yeah. I feel like th- I don't really lovable. know much about the Skarsgård family. I don't either. I yeah. hope they're okay. Do you yeah. know anything, Nick? You know you know a lot of stuff about stuff. He Are they good people? He doesn't know. He doesn't know. He literally hates us, Peyton. <laughs> I think Queer Movie Night, not only will I need a replacement, I think Peyton, you're going to need She's going to come back with they're an They're going to replace us with two straight hosts. Oh! <laughs> Oh my god, I'm repulsed by that. Yeah, me too. I'm repulsed. <laughs> so Sven comes back and he's drunk, and then Joran throws him out. And he's yeah. like, You can't do that. And then, so then it's just Joran and Patrick staying together. We cut back to the doctor's office where Joran diagnoses Jan with something. They don't really outright say it, but I think it's some sort of cancer, but it's operable. And it has to do with his pee pee. Yeah, it has to do with his penis. He, well, basically... <laughs> no, pee-pee. His pain. pee-pee. <laughs> That's the word for it. No his penis. pee-pee. <laughs> Gustav Skarsgård. Gustav Skarsgård. As a pee-pee. <laughs> <laughs> We're so mature on this podcast. We're just very, very educated film critics, obviously. <laughs> um, oh, go for it. But it does have to do something because Joran says, like, his sexual performance will probably suffer or there's a chance that it'll suffer. He doesn't say specifically that it will. Um, and he's, and the guy's like just very sad. That guy's sad. He's like, well, my marriage wasn't going well anyway. It's just not, it's a very sad moment. Um, Eva and Isabel come over and they finally find out that like what happened with the baby and everything. And there's a really sweet scene where um, Eva like tells Patrick, she's like, you deserve better than Sven. Like, he's Wait, not treating... tells, tells... Or not Jorn. Patrick, uh, Jorn, sorry. Yeah. She tells Jorn, like, you deserve better than Sven. He, you don't deserve to be treated like this. And she's like, do you think he's seeing someone else? And, like, Jorn's like, no, I wasn't even thinking about that. And she was like, well, when he cheated on me... And then he's like, who? Who, who did he cheat on you with? <laughs> and she's like, um, you. Idiot. <laughs> and then they laugh about it. It's really sweet. <laughs> I like that they have, like, a relationship where they become friends. I think it's really cute. Um, the neighbor kids finally start to grow on Patrick, and they ask him to teach him uh, skateboard tricks. Yeah. Um, we find out that Monica, who is Jan's wife, Jan, who has the some sort of cancer or something, is cheating on him with that jerk With face. the worst guy in the movie. Leonard, who did not invite them to the party. Don't worry, it gets worse. <laughs> it's going to get worse. But she's cheating on him with him. Then um, we see a scene where uh, one of the nurses at the hospital like didn't seem to like Yorin, but then she's like, I do like you. You're so much better than the guy I worked here before. And she asked him to do... Uh, what is it? Lice check? Uh, or vaccinations, vaccinations with, the kids. with the kids. So we meet this neighbor boy from his neighborhood who has the worst haircut ever. Yeah. He, he looks like the berries and cream kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's like, and he's like, um, is it true that you're a homo? <laughs> and Jan's or in um, Yoren's like, yes. And he's like, do you? He's like, what does that mean? He's like. Well, it's when a man loves another man. And he's like, oh, well, who do you love? And he's like, Jorn's like, oh, I love Sven. 
<laughs> and the boy's like, what's wrong? And he's like, well, he doesn't live with me anymore. <laughs> and the boy's like, well, maybe we'll get back together. It's like kind of cute. But then his dad comes in and he's like, don't you ever touch my son again. So he's actually a really terrible character too. But yeah, the other that, guy is still worse, just so you know. The other guy's still worse. We don't really know much about that dad except that he's a homophobe and he doesn't want gay doctors touching his son. We don't care about him. We don't care about him. He's not important. Um, Did we already get to that scene where Patrick comes in and was like, you gonna get up? And he's wearing the tracksuit, the running tracksuit. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. So, I because think it's the morning it's after. so sweet. After he, he throws Sven out. Sven out. That's so, I'm glad you brought that up because I forgot about it. It made me all audibly. It's, it's so sweet. Yeah, because earlier Jorn was like, Sven never goes running with me. Do you want to go running with me? And at first Patrick says no, but then they start this thing where they run and it's really sweet. And then he's like, are you going to get up? And Patrick really cares. You start to see that Patrick really cares about Yorin and that he cares about his well-being. And Yorin really does get depressed after Sven leaves. So I'm glad you brought that up. I forgot about that. They start to bond. They start to bond. Um, Eva and Jorn start to become friends. Isabel and Patrick start to become friends. And Patrick's like, it's not sexual. We just, like, talk and, like, it's cool. Um, and then we get this really cool scene where Patrick shows Jorn how to, like, defend himself just in case anybody, like, attacks him. Um, and that comes up later um, because, well, I won't, well, let's just say it now. So that comes up later because in another scene, um, no, I'll, we'll talk about it later. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just feel like there's a sequence of events. Um, so then Sven actually calls Yorin and he's like, hey, I want to talk. Can you meet me at work? So Yorin goes to his work. Oh, and he has a little uh, smile on his face. I know, he the thinks train. they're going to get back together. Yeah. And, but, and, you, and Sven's basically like, look, I think we want two different things. I never wanted a family. We know that like, it's not going to work out. But then he like smiles across like the window at that other coworker guy that we don't like, and then Yorin gets it into his head. He's like, "Oh, he's with someone else. Like it's not going to happen." Ugh, Sven is so hard to like in this movie. Peter. I know. Yeah, yeah. Sven is hard to like. Kind of an asshole. It's true. Well, he is an asshole. They even say that he's an asshole. <laughs> yeah, he's he is hard to like, but he might come around maybe. So then, sort of the block party comes up and. Patrick, like, in, I think, in an effort to get Yorn to, like, cheer up, he's like, you should sell some of this stuff at the block party. Um, and they use the money from the block party to go to dinner. And this is, like, one of my favorite scenes where they're, like, sitting at dinner. And um, they're joking, like, Yorn's like, so, or Patrick's like, are you going to date anybody? And he's like, he's like, he's like, no, problem not. He's like, good, nobody wants you. And then Yorn's like, yeah, nobody wants you either. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean that. <laughs> <laughs> like, he Patrick's so like, serious. I know you didn't mean it. <laughs> but Patrick gets so upset. And yeah. it's a sweet scene. Yeah. And, and then they're like pointing at different couples. He's like, you want to be in their family? You want to be in their family? Also, <laughs> really I want to say that Joran says that he's like, I never get to have meals like this because Sven only ever wants pizza. Yeah. Yuck. Yeah. Which I wouldn't want pizza every day, but pizza Pizza's equals delicious. Yuck. Well, Joran's very health conscious, I think. Like... I get, you know, that's so funny you bring that up because when because. they're even eating a meal, just the two of them, before yes. Patrick comes along in the beginning of the movie, yeah. I I always notice food or I always notice what people are eating or drinking mm-hmm. in movies and TV shows. Um, and I noticed in their meal, it they they're, the, oh God, the sounds they were making uh-huh. when they were chewing, 
there was such a hard crunch. Uh-huh. I was like, they have to be eating a lot of veggies. Yeah, yeah. A lot of like to. El Dente cooked yeah. veggies. <laughs> this is not something I'm making up. I did well, think, I think this during. I think like I've before Patrick came and like disturbed the balance of their relationship, they their relationship wasn't exactly healthy. I think that Sven was doing a lot of stuff for Yorin and not like speaking up for himself. So I feel like that was part of it. Like he was like, we're having healthy meals. Like, we're doing this, we're doing that. There's a scene where um, Yorin's, like, putting out pottery, and he's like, I thought we agreed that you were going to get rid of that. And Yorin's like, nope, we're having it. <laughs> so I think their their relationship definitely needed more of a balance, and having that, uh, the event with Patrick happen really disturbed, like, what slight balance that they had already. So I think that's kind of telling of what their relationship was like. Um, but I do like that scene. Right after that scene, the social services lady visits and she's like, hey, we're probably not going to find a family for Patrick. He should really go back to the foster care. Um, And she leaves um, like these documents that Patrick's um, aunt was holding on to. And we get this really sweet scene where Patrick's going through those and he finds birthday cards and like pictures of him as a baby with his mom. Um, and he, we actually see that he has feelings because he starts crying. And that's when Yorin decides that he, no matter what, he wants to adopt Patrick. So he goes to back to social services. He's like, I want to adopt Patrick. Like, just let him stay at my place. And they're like, oh, actually, we agreed to like a family with two parents and you're just one. So if you're going to want to adopt him, you're going to have to apply just as one person so that sucks there's always like obstacles that they I'm have to gonna go say through. he goes through so he's literally the best character and he goes through so much shit in this I movie know, yeah. you keep thinking that it's gonna like it's gonna all come to a solution yeah and it never does well no it does you know what i mean yeah, yeah. like when you're watching the movie yeah, before you get keeps, to the yeah. end you're like can this guy get a fucking break yeah can he get a break and he never does and i think that's just telling of what like the adoption process is for like gay couples too yeah like it's so much harder scary. for gay couples to adopt especially if they're if it's just a single gay person too like it's almost near impossible um but he decides he's going to apply and he goes back to tell um, Patrick that he's thinking of adopting him. Patrick is working on our least favorite person's lawn, Hannah. And I, I don't know if this is a Swedish thing, but Hannah is literally drinking screwdrivers like in the middle of the day, <laughs> sitting on his porch. Um, and so Joran comes to like talk to him while he's working. And we find out... so. Hannert's like that um that's a great kid you got there and we find out that Hannert like he's like I bet like it's nice having him around and he starts talking about how he had like a maid that was like younger and like basically he says that like he slept with her and like took advantage of her and paid her money and like he's essentially telling Yorin that like he's like you can use Patrick for that kind of stuff yeah he basically infers that Patrick is taking or that Yorin is taking advantage of Patrick and Yorin's like fuck you no he goes back into the backyard and he's like patrick we're leaving you're not staying here and like hannah's like what's the problem like why can't he we have an agreement and so and then yorin uses his like self-defense technique that patrick taught him and he like 
pulls him over and like throws him down yeah, the ground. His face it's so hits cool. the gravel. His face hits the gravel. It's so good. Yeah. And then we hate the him. best part is his wife Louise is like in the doorway and she sees it happen and she basically knows he's shitty. So she like doesn't say anything and she just turns around. It's so good. So he gets his. He does. He gets his. Um, and then um, Yorin finally tells Patrick, he's like, what do you think about me adopting you? And Patrick's like, okay. <laughs> but you can tell he's really happy. Um, then, or we're getting to the end here, they are outside running and they run. Who is exercising outside? It's Sven. Yeah. Yeah. So, and Sven's actually looking pretty good. He looks like he's uh, getting his life together. He's wearing a new running suit. He's wearing suit. a new running suit. And, um, he's looking good. Yorin's like, when can you come pick up your stuff? And he's like, oh, maybe next week. So then, um, and you can tell that there's, like, still tension between them. They're, like, still attracted to each other. Um, They find out that social services actually found a mom and a dad for Patrick. Um, So I think it's sort of like, Patrick made it sound like in the scene where they had dinner that he wanted a family with a mom and a dad and brothers and sisters. So I think Yorin's like, okay, that's what he wants. I'm going to let him have it. And then Patrick decides that he's going to help because he's leaving. He's going to help Sven or win Sven back for Yorin. So they come up with this idea to like make a pizza when he comes over. And then when Sven shows up, he's like, I'm not drinking anymore. I'm not smoking. And like, they're excited. And then uh, asshole coworker comes in. He's like, Hey, what's going on? So it looks like they're dating. I'm not sure if they are or not, but he like, came I 100% assumed they were. Yeah. You think, I mean, they were making never... eyes at each other the whole rest of the movie when they That's were in true. together. That's true. So then you're in his heartbroken. Um, and, and Patrick's like, Oh, I'm sorry. This is such a bad idea. But then immediately like, uh, Sven ditches the coworker and he's like, I miss you too. Like I'm, I want to be together. Um, so then they have this really great scene where they're like, they're dancing to Dolly Parton's here. You come again, but it's a cover and a cover. <laughs> um, but it's really sweet. They're like slow dancing. It's really sweet. And they have this really sexy kiss while they're dancing. Just wanted to say that. Um, it is sexy. And then we see that Patrick and Sven sort of reconcile with each other because Sven like helps him get ready to meet his new adopted family. And he like lends him a shirt to wear and everything. And so it looks like, so the getting to the end of the movie, it looks like Sven and Yorin are just going to be together. And then Patrick's going to go on to this new family. But then in the last scene, he comes and visits them and they have lunch and Yorn's like, well, how's the family? Like, do you like having brothers and sisters and stuff? And, like, Patrick's like, yeah, it's cool, but, you know, I was kind of thinking, like, maybe I want a dog. Because they were, like, talking about, like, getting a dog or something. And then Sven's like, well, we've been talking about maybe getting a dog. And then cut to, like, the end. They're all living together. They're all, like, basically, it's inferred that they adopt Patrick. And then did you watch through the end credits? No. So what th- I miss? So in the end credits, like, over the credits, they're, like, all... So it's um, Sven and Joran, like, running down the hill. And then Patrick comes and joins them. And they're all running together. And then in the, in the very back, like, it's Isabel, like, walking very slowly. What? Like she's joining them <laughs> for exercise. It's so fun. Um, but, yeah, they get, like, a little happy ending. And they're a little happy family at the end. That's good. Yeah. It is good. Yeah. I was a little, I was a little butthurt about the, about the. About 
What? The rejoining of Sven. Yeah, you just think he's not redeemable. No, I don't. And it was really hard. I was like, damn it. Yeah. Because this is happy. This is a happy ending. They should be together and be a family. Yeah. But I hated that he literally came to their house with the guy. With the guy, yeah. And then, like, got and, like, was still got in the car, packed up the car, got in the truck, drove off, and then, like, reversed. And he was like, wait, I want to be with you. I was like, Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. You shouldn't have. I don't know. He was not easily forgivable for me, but yeah. when they fast-forwarded to the end, I was like, okay, they seem like they've worked out their problems. And they've changed their ways. They've changed, changed their ways. ways. Yeah. They're going to take in Patrick. This is the family that's meant to be. Yeah. He did say he sta- he like wasn't drinking anymore. Yeah. And- I think the only excuse I can give him, and like it's not really fair to say this, but I think that he had basically, he didn't think that he deserved Yorin. And I think he basically, like, had written that off as a possibility. I think when he came into the house, he wasn't expecting Yorin to try to make a move and try to get him to come back. I think he thought that it was over between them. Which, that doesn't excuse him bringing, like, the new guy. Yeah, no, that's a point, though. But I think that, that he was sort of blindsided by that, and, like, he was shocked. And then, like, it was only by the time he got in the car and they were pulling away, he was like, what am I doing? I, I want to be. And it, it would have been nice. It would have taken away the surprise, but it would have been nice if we got that moment with him, like, seeing him realize that, like, that's what he really wants. And, like, even though he he didn't think he wanted a family, he did want to have a family with Yorin. And, yeah. So that's what I have to say about that. I really like this movie. What did you think? I really general? liked it. Yeah. 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 Also, um, I thought it was so well filmed it was so bright yeah all of the houses on the block in the neighborhood were painted really bold bright colors yeah and i thought it was very pleasing to the eye yeah a little bit like uh edward scissorhands with all the pastel color houses yeah yeah it's like a bright cheery neighborhood um you find out that like the neighbors aren't as bright and cheery as they seem um so that's an interesting take and um I, i think the Going off of the Vita Rosso test, which we know is he's a film scholar, LGBT rights activist. Um, the Vita Rosso test basically gauges um, LGBT rep- LGBTQ representation in film. Um, I would say this movie passes. The first rule is that it has to have queer characters, explicitly queer characters, which it does. The second rule is that they have to have character traits other than being gay, which I'd say they do. These characters are pretty layered. Mm-hmm. And then the third is that they cannot be removed from the plot without being detrimental to the plot. Yeah, yeah. passes. Passes? Passing um, grade. Passing a grade. Plus. Passing grade A+. plus. <laughs> as far as our rating goes, we use the Kinsey scale, which is based off of Alfred, Alfred Kinsey's uh, scale of sexuality, for, with a zero being heterosexual and a six being completely homosexual. Um, our, we like to say that the gayer it is, the better it is. So if it's a good movie, it's absolutely completely gay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what do you think for this movie, Deborah? I think it was... Oh, my God. I just realized... I feel like I did lowball Battle of the Sexes. I just had yeah. a... Well, from you our changed last episode. it then, I think. Yeah, but it was a good movie. I don't yeah. know why... I fucking... I think I was thinking, like, oh, I'm basing this off of how gay it is. Yeah. I... It's our own... Haven't I said this before? Yeah. I confuse this every time. <laughs> 
It's our own just, show. I think you're just basically confused about the the rating. Which is insane. <laughs> but yes, it is a great movie. Yeah. I, well, for the record, Battle of Texas gets a higher rating for me. Okay. Okay. Um, but we're talking about Patrick Age 1.5. I think it was a... Four point five. Okay, great. And why? Why do you think so? I think there were things about it that. Okay, so I think it's completely subjective. Uh-huh. My my rating. I don't mm-hmm. think anybody. That's okay. That's your opinion. Because I think everybody could watch a movie differently. Yeah. Everybody does watch movies differently, and that's why I love movies. It's a different experience for everybody. <laughs> we don't have to feel a certain way. Um, so why was it a four point five for you? Because um, I think a five is a little too high of a rating. Yeah. Because I, I recognize it's a good movie. It's well mm-hmm. made. It's well acted. Yeah. It's a it's a great movie. Mm-hmm. Um, there are just things about it that still bothered me. Yeah. But that's and, why and I bring that up. Because examples are just Sven, you think? Sven yeah. bothered me. Yeah. And I thought, like, yeah. yeah. It's mostly Sven. Yeah. I, th- I would say I agree with you. Definitely, like, Sven's violence is, like, a turnoff. And, like, you're wondering, like, what do we like about this character? Why do we want him to be happy? Um Hmm. I don't know. Relationships are messy. It's hard. Yeah. But I think I, I think four point five is a good rating. What I, were you gonna give it before I gave it a four point five? I don't know. I don't know what I was gonna give it. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to give you. every movie a five. That sounds like wrong. Well, but if that's the true rating of true. your heart, I, well, I do really like this movie, and it's like one of the first movies. I think I just really love the narrative of like wanting to have a child, and then like it turning out to be something you don't expect like with adoption i feel like there's this idea that like that it's like more of a curated childbearing which it's really not like you really don't know what you're gonna get and maybe for maybe for heterosexual couples i don't want to say this but like maybe it's a little bit more like they have more choice in like what they're getting and like who who they're adopting but really for childbearing for anybody is a gamble you don't know what it's going to be like and i think this movie really captures the struggle of what it's like to try and adopt as a gay couple and like what it's like trying to go on your own even before the ending where they become like a complete family um i would say maybe the ending is a little bit too much like perfect bow tied um type of ending like maybe not as realistic but i like i'd rather be that I, though than the opposite that. yeah I really do. I like happy endings, so I think I like that about it. Um, Who doesn't like happy endings? Who doesn't like happy endings? I mean, I'm sure there are people out there, but... <laughs> I like um, happy I'm going to give it a five, just because I do really like it. Cool. Um, and, yeah, that's our rating. Thanks for watching Patrick 1.5. Yeah. Let's go ahead and plug ourselves like we always do. Cool. Um, if you want to follow us, we are on every social media platform, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter under at Queer Movie Night. And if you want to follow me on Instagram and Twitter on Instagram, I'm at Deborah D-Bag, who loves hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how does... Uh, she hoarded in one last time, baby. <laughs> Just kidding. It's at Deborah D-Bag, and Twitter is Deborah Duncan. And then for Peyton, it's at Peyton Cody Lynch, Twitter and Instagram. There you go. And um, and Deborah and I are on a team at IO called Dreamboat, which features LGBTQ plus members. We have shows through September. If you come and see those shows, we will get more shows. Come and support LGBTQ plus players. They're funny. They're fun. 
We love them. Yeah, so what's our next movie going to be? Imagine Me and You. Oh, I think I've heard of that one before. Oh, you have? Yeah. No way. Is it a is it like a big lesbian movie? Like I it feel is. like I've seen the poster a bunch of times. It's a it's a big big favorite. It's a British film. Oh. Yeah. Okay, I'm excited now. Oh, yeah. I think it's it's a real fave of the community for yeah, sure. Yeah. I'm a big um Bridget Jones fan, so that makes me excited. Oh. Yeah. Bridget Jones is probably <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 it's great. It's great. Okay, yeah, so tune in uh, in a couple weeks for Imagine Me and You. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.